An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave. And hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Cam. Ah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jacked and Canned. John, how are we doing tonight, buddy? Doing good, man. Doing good. Went to the Hallmark store earlier, and I got this little light-up Christmas tree wine stopper. I think it's pretty freaking cool, Coles. I can't think of anywhere in Connecticut that they actually still have one of those. I know there used to be one in the mall, but I don't know that it's there anymore. And it, at this point, like the last one I can think of is when I worked in Massachusetts. They they had one in the same plaza up there. It's probably still there, but I, I can't think of anywhere else. It's a cool little store. In it's especially cool around this time of the year, right? The holidays are here, Christmas is here. Well, almost. Thanksgiving is almost here. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. And yes, Coves, I did set up my tree. I know we talked about it last episode. It's set up, it's decorated, and presents are wrapped and they are underneath it. And oh the- no, that's too much. Oh, you just <laughs> shot the cannon early. But here's the thing. It is the neatest wrapping job I've ever done in my life. I actually I perfected lot present yet. The triangle. I got the triangle down on how you wrap with the triangle. Do you know how to wrap with the triangle, Colbs? No. Every time I wrap anything, it looks like a four-year-old tried doing it. Well, me too. But you need to learn the triangle. It's all about that 90-degree angle within the triangle. All right. He's up there, Phil Jackson. There we go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. What is like that? Um, what the hell was his name? Um, not Scotty Too Hottie. Dude with the biggest biceps, not Hulk Hogan. Scott Steiner. Oh, He's yeah. Doing the math problem. Five plus five <laughs> equals ten. <laughs> ten minus two is eight. There's eight problems coming against you. Divide that by three <laughs> when he starts going off. Anybody that's curious, just type in Scott Steiner math problem. I was going to say Scott Steiner math. It's going to be the only time he's ever done it in his life. Oh, true. It was awesome. But uh, yeah, Christmas presents, they're all decorated. I go into this Hallmark store, right? It's like Christmas Village in this place. And they have all these different kinds of ornaments, like anything and everything, like very unique ones too, like oddly specific down to certain characters. Like if you want to get a Batman ornament, you're going to spend 25 bucks, but they got it. If you want Kolbs from Jacked and Canned, <laughs> they got might, it you might <laughs> boy that would be good huh <laughs> it, it really a... give us some notoriety around here yeah what it's it'd be 149 dollars and 99 cents but they got no uh that would be cool but they Coles, they virtually have almost everything that you could think of even sports uh sports little figurines or ornaments or whatever like patrick mahomes they had him tj watt they had him. TJ Watt I, was a little random. 100% put Patrick Mahomes up on my tree. Don't right? even tempt me with a good time. 
I was looking for a Seahawk one. I was going to surprise you, and that was going to be your Christmas present for me. Was a Geno Smith Seattle? <laughs> I don't think Christmas you're going to find that even in ornament. Seattle Hallmark stores. Well, here's the deal: if if they end up winning the Super Bowl this season and Geno gets it done, you better believe that Hallmark's going to say Geno Smith. We're going to have him as a Christmas ornament on Seattle Seahawks for the rest of your life. Life goals. You're going to be hanging up a Geno Smith Christmas ornament. Never in your life would you have ever imagined doing that, right? I still can't. <laughs> you still can't. On a scale of zero to 100%, how shocked are you that this has played out? Honestly. Uh, okay. Um, to what it has thus far this year, I'd say on the shocked scale, I'm somewhere between maybe 85 and 90. Um from this point, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on what the team actually is. And I would still say that if they were to somehow win it all, I would still be somewhere in probably an 85 to 95 shock range. Um, pretty high. I, I mean, I, I think we'll be a playoff team. I, I don't know if we win a game or not, but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy that we get to make it there. And Denver sucks so bad. I still get that awesome first round pick. True. Culps, I have one question for you. At this Hallmark yeah. store, I mentioned a couple of the sports figures that they had, right? They had the Boston Bruins. They had the New England Patriots, the Boston Red Sox. Makes sense. It's New Hampshire. You're right around Mass, right, with all the professional sports teams. Why the hell didn't they have a Tom Brady ornament? I feel like that would sell <laughs> pretty damn good. Now, here's the thing. I get it. He's on the Bucks, but still, to this day, if you put a Tom Brady Christmas ornament for New England Patriots, that thing would probably sell out. So here's my thought here, John. Hear me out. So when Tampa was really good the last couple of years, yes, I bet the Hallmark store did have Tom Brady stuff up there. Point. And it was selling. This year, Tom Brady, although he himself hasn't played that poorly, the team's five and five. It's kind of, eh, and now you you get the Pats fans that are like, well, I don't know that I want to rep this Tom Brady. I don't know that I want to, to rep that team. Ah, I mean, shit right now, the Pats have a better record in the box. So you can make all sorts of reasons why. I think this is just a down year for this area of the country selling on Tom Brady stuff. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. That's when it ends up in all the discount stores and you start to see all these old school Tom Brady jerseys and stuff. But Colbs, different topic here. I want to talk to you a little bit about batteries, double A's, triple A's, nine volts, C's and D's. Colbs, there's nothing worse in life where you have something battery powered and you run out of batteries and you have no other batteries. It could be a remote control for your TV, for your video game console especially way back in the day for the Game Boy Pockets and the colors, if you're playing your game and you oh, save it point. and your batteries die and all you want to do is play a little Game Boy game, all hell's going to break loose. Coles, tell me. I don't feel like I've ever actually run out of batteries. I, I've always had a disposable batteries. John, I'm still hanging on to Toys R Us batteries from like obviously years ago. How the hell is that even possible? Like, how many did you buy from Toys R Us? It's been years. Uh, oh, I mean, I bought a lot of them, and a lot of them, they, they're all, like, they're done. They're not going to actually ever do anything. But 
I mean, I still got them. They're souvenirs for me at this point. So what you're saying is you buy nine packs of batteries. Some people run out of stores with nine packs of batteries, but you, on the other hand, you buy nine packs at a time. Toys R Us discount. It was extra on Toys R Us brand product. 50% off? I think it was I, I think it was 20 actually for uh Toys R Us branded stuff. All right. Well, that's not bad. Well, I was with you too. So you bought Toys R Us batteries. I used to buy Radio Shack batteries, and I just used my last two Radio Shack batteries. It was a sad moment. But <laughs> it was a very sad moment. But well, just make sure you hang on to them after they die. Did you ever get into the rechargeable batteries? I tried it and those things suck. Uh, that's when you what go I to heard. Yeah, when you recharge them, they just die quicker. That's what I heard. They don't last that long, right? No, you keep having to put them back on the charger every fucking day. It's the most annoying thing ever. Biggest scam ever, because these guys will charge you so much for the battery charger. (laughs) It'll be like 45 bucks for the damn charger. You're spending like double per battery because it's also, Mm -hmm. well, it's the rechargeable battery. And then you throw it all together. You're fucking 80 bucks in the hole. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you go to plug in these batteries and it's like, oh, sweet. They're green. They're ready to go. And you put them in and everything fucking dies in like two minutes. It's like, no, legit. Yeah. It was like $49.99 for the charger. And it was like $17.99 for like a four pack of like double A's or triple A's. And forget it. They did not last long. You get a couple recharge cycles out of it, and it just goes right in the gutter. I'm surprised though you've never been in that situation before. What about when you're playing a video game? Has your controller ever just randomly died on you in the most inconvenient time? You're going to throw a pass. I, and Madden. I actually, I pretty much always have uh, plug-in controllers for that exact reason. So that's why you haven't faced this problem so much in your life. Oh, I even thought of when you were talking about Game Boys and stuff, though. I, I don't think I ever ran out of batteries. So you were always ahead of the game. You could sense when your batteries were going to be dying. Is this like some sort of a superhero power? You knew when it was going to go down. Maybe. <laughs> I, I never really thought about it like that. I just figured, oh, shit, batteries need to be changed. The battery man. Ladies and gents, Kolb is now known as, see, Kolb's the C-Battery. That's what your nickname is going to be, Mr. C-Battery. I am the (laughs) C-Battery. But the Ds will overpower you. The Ds. Ds all day long. Well, C's a passing grade in school, too, so that works. I mean... yeah, I, they're, 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 my first reaction was I was going to say, I mean, you can throw the D at me all you want. And I'm like, that's not going to come across very, very well. Like, that's going to sound like I'm talking about a whole different thing. We, we don't really want that around here on Jacked and Can, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to fuck up these Ds right now. <laughs> <laughs> True that, man. True that, dude. But I had to I had to take over the show there for a solid 10 minutes. Cold. what man. else are we talking about today? What do you got well, in your mind? John, with Thanksgiving coming up, I, I got to tell you, this year, uh, Michelle will be at work for Thanksgiving, at least in the Whoa. later part of the day. Wow. So I'll be at home watching football for the second and the third game. Uh, the first one, I, I don't know if I'll end up actually getting a chance to watch or not, but I'll be home for the for the last couple games. But uh reason that I actually bring it up, John, is that I got to celebrate our version of Thanksgiving last Saturday here with a nice little Friendsgiving. A lot of friends do it. And, you know, I think a lot of people, I I actually, I think it's the most popular bar night in America, the night before Thanksgiving for everybody to go out. Yep. I mean, I, I myself was never huge on that, even though sometimes it's fun, but 
it, it was never really for me like the oh my god i gotta be out that time it's just people usually offer and i'm like oh yeah i guess i'll go but but that's all it's ever really been. Plus, off you know, actually, I guess when I think back on it, all my time at Toys R Us, I was working overnight anyway. So that was usually a night that I had off, though, because we couldn't work into Thanksgiving Day. So although, oddly enough, could come in at 2 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day to open up at 3. So I, I don't know exactly how that worked. But at the same time, uh, that's probably why I never really affiliated myself with that holiday. So me and Michelle... We went over to her best friend's house on Saturday. There were, I want to say, 16 of us. It was actually a pretty decent crowd of people. Everybody made their own home-cooked something and brought it there. Michelle had spent the night before at her friend's house to get up and start cooking earlier in the day on on Saturday. Uh, We had a friend from Colorado who spent a couple of nights here and then spent that night over there and helped out. And I, uh, I got to head over that way and... John, I mean, the food was terrific. Obviously, Michelle's a chef. Turkeys, Um, everything? Yeah, it was pretty much everything you would typically think of. Um, Yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I mean, outside of uh, a couple of the Hispanic dishes that were brought over, there wasn't really anything that was different than the typical Thanksgiving. But, like, um, I I know that we had some pasteles there, and uh, there was... What did you uh, just say? Pasteles. Nice. What is that? some Spanish rice. Uh, I honestly, I have no idea what's in those. They, they come in like a, for lack of a better way to put it, basically in like a paper bag. I have no fucking clue what's actually inside of them. So it kind of looks like imagine an enchilada, but the outside's made of paper. So I, I don't under, I I really don't, I don't know if you eat the paper, if you don't eat, I, I don't know. I know nothing. So I just, I stay away from those because I don't know what the hell I'm looking at, but I did have, I didn't uh, partake in the Spanish rice. That was delicious. Um, I, yeah, outside of that, I mean, it was turkey, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, biscuits. Uh, I had like the tiniest portion ever of mac and cheese. Um, cranberry sauce was there, but I don't eat that shit. Um, oh, and stuffing. Yeah, always, always about that stuffing life. So, I mean, it was probably the best shit that I've taken in years which was phenomenal. Oh my God. I, I woke up and I took a shit the next day. I was like, Oh, this is what I've been missing. Oh, I was whole again. But, uh, yeah. So John, I, I had told you before we started to show up, it was the first time I drank in, you know, about two weeks since I started cutting down here and by cutting down yeah, pretty much cut out. Coles. Cheers to Coles. So, uh, yeah, Cole, Cole's knocked down a few. Um, I, uh, it's funny, John, when I told you, I was like, oh yeah, I had 14 of them. John's like, Jesus. I was (laughs) at the time. The funny thing is is Michelle had asked me at the end, like, uh, like when we got back home, she's like, how many did you have? And I was like 10 because I was pretty sure I had had 10. And then when I woke up the next morning, I'm like, if I put four in the fridge and it was an 18 pack, that would mean I had 14. How the fuck did did I come up with 10? No, I didn't black out, but clearly I was drunk enough. I couldn't subtract four from 18 correctly. So we uh, we we completed the mission. And honestly, John, I spread that out over the course of about 12 hours. So like it wasn't really that obnoxious. I um I will say that I started turning up a little bit when uh, when we started playing ping pong, because I didn't realize how much I had missed playing ping pong. But as soon as I started playing ping pong, I'm like, oh, everybody get out of my way. I'm doing something competitive. And I just started ripping beers down. But 
Otherwise, I mean, yeah, man, it, it was a great time. Got to have a lot of fun. Hung out with uh, softball coach Kenny for a little while there. Got to hang out with, uh, you know, Michelle's best friend's boyfriend, who I really like, and I watch the UFC fights with every every month. Got to hang out with him. We, uh, fuck, did we? Oh, yeah, we, we played a little bit of Mario Kart was in there, too. I was a little disappointed. I usually have a couple top-tier finishes. I... I just kept well, when, coming in. When you have sticks. 14 Bevs, I mean, you know, it, you can't drive that great. You can't drive a real <laughs> car. You can't drive Mario Kart. That uh, yeah. Rainbow Road will throw you for a real fucking loop. <laughs> Rainbow Road was probably created by somebody tripping on their freaking face. To, by yeah. Taking, uh, who knows what we. Oh, that was their real life experience to try to drive home. <laughs> that, that, that was how they came up with the idea. I think that's I think that's the case. Yeah, they're like, hey, this is what I've been seeing when I've been driving. They're like, perfect. Let's put that in a video game map. It'll fit so, perfectly in there. John, at the uh, at the end of the night, they were going to just throw out whatever was left for food. So Michelle said, "Fuck that! You're not doing that. We'll take it all." So we took it all. Problem is, is that we have no fridge space. So oh, no. Well, so what Michelle did, because it's been cold enough outside, she just had everything packaged up and put it outside on the, on the deck. She uh, she texted me because the day after um, I went and I made myself another plate, had another beautiful shit the next morning. It was great. And then <laughs> uh, she texted me later in the day and she was like, hey, how um how good did you package everything up? I was like, hmm, the same way it was when I got it. Why? It's like something got into it. Like oh, no. it ate all the, it ate all the sweet potato casserole. It ate damn near all the stuffing. Uh, I can't tell if it got into anything else yet or not. I'll, I'll start looking at it some other time. And I was like, okay. And then um, last night, you know, I, I watched the football game and then it ended. I had another NA after it ended. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, let's have one more NA pretend like I'm getting hammered. And then uh, I laid down in bed and John, I'm talking cause it was cold as shit last night. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm talking. I got a blanket up to like all you can see is from like my left cheekbone to the top of my head, just on that side. I had the rest of my face buried into a body pillow and a blanket all the way up to my cheek on this side. In your so, apartment, has extremes. It's either hot or it's cold. It don't. It don't have middle ground. Yeah, but when it's hot, I got that AC. True. So. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I've been fucking wearing two pairs of socks in here. I got the space heater on my feet going Damn. every now and again. Like, yeah, it's cold as shit in here. Jesus. So yeah, you're wearing a hoodie. You're yeah, I know. Yes, we were. I, uh, so I'm all bundled up and I'm trying to go to bed. I got sports center on because I've noticed I'm falling asleep better lately with the TV on. I don't know what's going on with that, but it's helping me fall asleep. That's weird. Yeah, it's never been the way I've gone to bed, but I think it might be something that's different because I used to kind of rely on alcohol to fall asleep. I like I used to just be like, "Oh yeah, I'm fucking buzzing. I can sleep right now." So now you listen to Sports Center and you Yeah, hear now the I'm just listening to Scott Van Pelt put me to bed over and over and over and all the same <laughs> phrases where you're like, "Man, this sucks because I've already heard this 10 times." So it's time for me to go. Oh, uh, no, I I don't even make it through the whole first one. Like <laughs> I'm out somewhere in the midst of that. But Michelle comes home, it's a little bit after midnight, and she she comes up and she's like, she's trying to tell me about work. And she's like, so are you in bed just because like you got to get up earlier because you're tired? I'm like, both. She's like, okay. <laughs> so she, she goes downstairs and then all of a sudden I hear a ruckus. 
And then she comes, I just hear, you know, she's coming back up the stairs. Colby, it's a raccoon. <laughs> no oh shit. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, she goes, it's so fat. I'm like, of course it is. It just ate Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, twice <laughs> or three times over, right? Like, what, what, what do you think? It's going to be a fucking tiny raccoon that just ate our whole fucking Thanksgiving? Yeah, no, no shit that the raccoon is fat as fuck. But she, she's like, she's trying to get me riled up about this thing, and I'm fucking as snuggled up as can be. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I got, what do, what do you want? You think I'm going to get up and like, wait, what do you think I'm going to shake the food out of the raccoon? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. If you didn't have an NA that night and it was Colbs <laughs> with about 14 deep in him, that version of Colbs would have said, Oh, hell no. This raccoon thinks that they could come on my porch and eat my food. I'm going to play the Stone Cold theme on my way out the door. Yeah, you got another thing coming. And just like how <laughs> our Jack and Canned cracking a cold one with Colbs segment, you would have done that same thing. Cracked the beers, went out there. And just gave a straight up pedigree or a stunner to the raccoon. Speaking of which, Colbs, I think we need to do a our first ever crack in a cold one with Colbs with an NA. No, we did that last week. Our second time ever <laughs> with an NA. Ladies and gents, we'll be right back. Welcome back. Now it's time for Cracking a Cold One with Colbs. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Uh, just me. It, no, it sucks. My uh I split my thumb from it just being dry. So I uh my my cracking fingers not on not on its game right now. By the way, when I opened up my fridge, a fucking cores fell right out. I'm like, no, no, don't tempt me. It's trying to tempt you. Fight it. (laughs) Fight it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is cracking a cold one with colds, the segment where John is gonna tell the audience something he finds fun, interesting, or otherwise, while I drink a beer. John, what do you have for the audience tonight? So, ladies and gents. It's football season. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. John, why don't you keep this going for a minute? I just realized I got a piss. Go right for it. We all know who John Madden is, right? Madden football. Coles and I have talked about it plenty of times here on the podcast before in the past. Well, John Madden had a very well-known dish that he was known for, especially around this time of the year. It's called the Turducken, and if I'm hacking that, I apologize in advance. You already know I'm the king of hacking names. A Turducken is a dish consisting of deboned chicken stuffed in a deboned duck. All I could say is, thank God, is deboned. I don't know. It, you have to look it up. You have to take a look at this online. It's just one big stuffed Turducken, all these different internal layers. It is crazy is hell, but it's something I want to try. Okay, so we got deboned chicken stuffed, deboned duck, and deboned turkey. A turducken. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. So 
if you celebrate this Thanksgiving and you're looking for something new and creative, ladies and gents, go the John Madden way and go ahead and get yourself one of these turduckins now that you know what it is. All right. Madden ate his first ever on-air turducken on December 1st, 1996, during a game between the New Orleans Saints and the St. Louis Rams. A little fun fact for you, Cole. So there you go. Turducken. God, that had to have been terrible. In 96, both those teams sucked. (laughs) But the food was good. Uh, Well, I mean, yeah, sure. I'm not going to knock the food. Plus, I mean, John Madden's always a good time. But, I mean, the Saints and the Rams were bad then. Wait a minute. So, Coles, you're always good at kind of remembering players and rosters. So, here we go. 1996, God. New Orleans Saints. Who was your quarterback? Uh, John, I, I you, picked, you picked an era of both of those organizations that I don't know that I know anybody on those teams. I guess Marshall Falk would have probably still been a member of the Rams at that point, unless he was still on the Colts back then. Oh wow! Yeah, all I could, I'm taking a look here. Um, the 1996 New Orleans Saints they finished the season at three and thirteen. Yeah, uh, Jim Everett. Does that ring a bell? Oh my God! Yeah, no, Jim Everett was a quarterback who actually had a pretty moderate amount of success for a while, but not in New Orleans. <laughs> I didn't know he finished his career there. Mario Bates. As a running back, Derek Brown, Ernest Hunter, Lorenzo Neal. Uh, Lorenzo Neal was a great fullback for the Titans later in his career. Um, And the uh, Chargers. Wide receivers, Brett Beach, Lee Deramis, Terry Guess, Mercury Hayes, Michael Haynes, Torrance Small. Uh, That name rings a bell. I feel like he might have been like a... Uh, like a uh, off the bench receiver for the Eagles or something at one point. Um, ooh, here's one for you, Irv Smith Senior. Oh, okay. Irv Smith Junior is in the NFL right now, playing for the Vikings, which he probably won't see that much more playing time with Hawkinson over there. So that kind of sucks, but you never know. He's still athletic as hell and good. So that's the 1996. New Orleans Saints, Colts, the 1996 St. Louis Rams. Can you think of who was on that team? I feel like Isaac Bruce might have still been a part of that team at receiver. And uh, I I really don't know if Marshall Falk would have been in Indy or if he would have already been in St. Louis by then. So we got for the 1996 St. Louis Rams. Yes, you are right. They were pretty bad, too, at 6-10. and 10. So they weren't good. Uh, Let's see here. For our quarterbacks, we have Tony Banks. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, long, uh, well, not long time, but played for the Ravens for a little while and wasn't any good there either. We had Steve Walsh. Okay. I'm Rushing aware of Steve Walsh, just not not uh not incredibly. <laughs> Rushing and receiving here. Let's see here. Their leading running back was Lawrence Phillips. Okay. I, I know who that him. is. Harold Green. I don't know him. All right. And then you are a hundred percent correct. Isaac Bruce 
was 24 years old at the time, and he was their wide receiver. He had, oh my God, he had an awesome freaking year over there uh, with over 1,300 yards. Their second best wide receiver, stats wise, Eddie Kens- Kensington. Help me out. Ken- with that. Uh, Eddie Kenninson? Yes. Okay. Uh, I do know of him. He ended up going to Kansas City and having a pretty good time over there. So that right there is your 1996 St. Louis Rams. Damn, Colves. You were right. Both of those teams, not so great. <laughs> so- All right, John. Cheers. So cracking a cold one with Colbs tonight is about Black Friday. So ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of year everybody gets so excited for. You get to go out and get all the deals. You get to come in and take all the stuff and it's all discounted because you get a sale on everything. Well, God damn all of you, because this time of year ends up being hell for people like me, for people like John. Anybody that works in a fucking retail store, because, ah, like, I was there so long today, just making sure that I have all the shit that I'm supposed to have for Black Friday, (laughs) Uh, which, by the way, I'm off the next two days, and then I'm off for Saturday and Sunday. I'm literally only working Black Friday between now and Monday. That's it. How the hell does that make sense? It's the way my schedule works. I I get a Tuesday, Wednesday, and then a weekend, and that happened to fall on this week. Also, I get Christmas Eve and Christmas Day this year off because it just happens to fall in that way. And I get New Year's Day off because it just happens to fall in that way. My schedule just rotates the same way time and time again. And this year, it just happens to hit pretty much every fucking holiday. It's great. Damn. That is awesome. Yeah, it really worked out in my favor. But that just means that I'll have to wait seven years to get this again. So in the meantime... (laughs) We're going to we're going to really enjoy this one. We're going to have a great time with it. But God damn it. I hate everything that revolves around Black Friday. The day itself never lives up to all the shit that you have to do to get ready for it, because I don't care how much money we make on Friday. I'm just going to be like, it didn't matter that I stayed as long as I did it on Tuesday. It just didn't make a fucking difference. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Let's be real here. Did you find more excitement or did were you a little bit more excited about Black Friday when you were younger? Uh, so I actually really enjoyed it at Toys R Us for the most part, because even though it was hell and oh, God, it was so much work. But there was an art to it that was a lot of fun as far as getting actually prepped for it, getting the racetracks yeah. set, getting all the end caps made up, yep. making sure that everything you got that's going to be on sale is front forward. We would have things set up to where your your sales that are specifically between 6 and 8 a.m. We got those right out there on the floor. Your stuff that's between 8 and noon is sitting out back ready to go. The second that 8 a.m. hits, you're going to have all that shit out there taking the 6 a.m. stuff's place. We we had a system. It was beautiful. Black Friday itself, what I would do is I just would work until I couldn't work anymore. So I'd pull somewhere between about a 16 and 20 hour day. And that was just the way that I did it because I live for that shit. You can give me two full throttles. And actually, that was about it back then. (laughs) No food, nothing else. Literally. Oh, we always got this one sandwich place and I would just eat like a sandwich. And that, that would be about it. And then uh, 
as, as soon as I would get out of there, I'd be like, woo, I did it. I did Black Friday. And I'd go like I was going to fucking chug a whole 30. I'd get home and I'd drink like three or four beers and I would just fucking pass out. That was probably some of the best sleep you've ever had in your life. Oh, my God. I would it. sleep forever. Because the, the thing <laughs> was, too, because I would run the night crew, but I would also open for Black Friday, which meant that I would be there for like 2.45 on uh, two, like 2.45 p.m. on actual Thanksgiving. So where I would typically be out of work at like 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. or actually a lot of times really for me, it was more like 10 a.m. to noon. But the night before would actually leave by like midnight, right? So I would go home, get a get a decent sleep, sleep like, I don't know, something along the lines of like 6 a.m. to to probably about 1.30, and then get up, go to work, and then I would work like this whole fucking, like it, it was, you know, 2.45 p.m. till like 6, 7 a.m. And then again, because I'm getting out a little bit earlier than I typically would, I'd fall asleep earlier because I was up so long doing all sorts of stuff, but I would sleep like 12 hours. Oh, it was great. It took COVID to get rid of having to open up on Thanksgiving day. How crazy is that? It took a world sickness. Uh, for to- me, it was just Toys R Us. <laughs> no, nowhere else I've ever worked opened on Thanksgiving day. Oh, multiple places. Oh, and in. my last one, because it was a store in Massachusetts. Ah, it is illegal to be open on Thanksgiving Day. So we couldn't open until midnight the next day. Well, that was brutal, too, because it was 1201 where you had to, you know, go in there. You were always in there. Didn't matter to me. I was running the night crew. Yep. Well, there you go. Well, I had to do it a couple of times. So that's why I said it kind of changed up. It depends on your state laws and where you were at. But, man, that was brutal. Midnight. Not really Thanksgiving night, technically, you know, but still. It's Thanksgiving night. It is Thanksgiving night. Yeah. Like, you really couldn't enjoy dinner too much. And if you ate too much, you're going to be too tired because you got to work like eight hours from like midnight to 8 a.m. or longer or do a split shift. So I give everybody credit that's had to do that. That's the one part where retail comes back to kick you in the tail. But like you just said, Michelle, she has to work on Thanksgiving Day. Is that right? Yeah, she's going to be closing the restaurants. I I think (laughs) she's only working like four to nine or something like that, though. So it's not going to be that bad considering that, for example, I oh no, she's off today. I guess she's still playing volleyball. I, she, she's not here. So I was saying, I was about to say, oh, she's been at work all day. Nope. She was off today. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Colbs? What's going on? <laughs> she's not here. Who did I yell at earlier? <laughs> <Yeah>. Me, me. <laughs> oh, I love it. The moment of realization that just hits you right there. You're like, wait a minute. What's going on? It did. It just hit me. I was like, oh, shit. No, she was off today. Where the hell is she? Eh, Whatever. Cool. uh, Yeah. What's one of your favorite Thanksgiving traditions or memories that stands out to you? I'll go first. I'll let you think about it. Mine is listening to this particular song called Alice's Restaurant. Dude, you ever heard of it? No. It's about a 20-minute song. So if you ever have a free 20 minutes, go ahead and put on Alice's Restaurant. It's a whole story. It's it's literally like a whole story as a song. It's by Arlo Guthrie. You ever heard 
Barlow Guthrie? No. So check out Alice's Restaurant if you want to. But it's a Thanksgiving tradition to always listen to that song at least once on Thanksgiving Day. I think, what is it? The short version's 11 minutes or the short version is 18 minutes and the real one's 28 minutes. It's something crazy, dude. It's a long, it's a long song, but go ahead, okay. man. What's yours? Uh, so when you said memory, I actually thought of the first year that we were doing this show and we got up and did a morning broadcast during hey. the, during the Macy's parade. Yep. Yeah, I actually yep. really enjoyed the hell out of that. And that that's one of my favorite things about holidays is beginning to celebrate in the morning because let, let's be real, even though like Colby's doing a lot better, Colby's not getting hammered every day. I love an excuse to day drink. So like when there, when there's a football game to go to pff, love that holidays, I love that. Like that, that for me, they like, that's my motivation Christmas morning. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to wake up and crack a beer. Like, I, I love that shit because it that's what the holiday is there for. It's supposed to be a reason to celebrate. It's a reason to have a good time. I yeah. really enjoy whatever leads up to that. And I thought that while we were doing that show, I thought that was a lot of fun specifically for that. It was like, okay, waking up, John's having a coffee. I'm having a Coors Light. We're watching, <laughs> <laughs> we're watching a parade of floating shit going around. Yeah, Like, it was actually pretty cool. I enjoyed that a lot because outside of that, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot in the way of tradition. Um, I, I go with Michelle now to the Manchester road race, but I mean, that's her tradition. It's not really mine. What time I didn't grow up with that. Like, what does that come up at? Like, is that 7 a.m., 6 a.m.? I don't know. Um, I don't know what time it starts, but me and Michelle usually get down there for like 9 or 10. Hmm. And uh, Or maybe it's earlier than that. I, I still th- I don't think it's any... I feel like it's got to be pretty close to eight thirty or nine. Are people running like a half marathon? Like you got to fill us in. Like what is this? Is this like miles? Oh, I, I don't know what the distance is. Um, I believe that they basically run from one end of Manchester to the other end of Manchester. So whatever that length is, because um, yeah, I, I want to say they do something like from East Hartford. No, no, I guess it wouldn't be East Hartford to Glastonbury because those two lines are really close to each other. I yeah, honestly, John, I don't, I don't really know. And but, everybody just stands around, drinks beer, and cheers yeah. everybody running. Yeah, exactly. That's so cool. But again, public? like on the yeah. road. Yeah, it's it's in the middle of Main Street, Manchester. Oh, all right. Hey, yeah, it, it cut off the road and everything. So yeah, it's just swamped with people on both sides of the street, the whole way down the street of just people cheering and chugging alcohol while <laughs> people are running through in stupid, weird costumes. <laughs> Like the, yeah, you run the race most of them like dress up in a weird costume which is always fun that is awesome that but is uh awesome. yeah i mean that but that's really her tradition more so than mine granted most of our friends go to this too but they they go to one specific spot michelle likes to go to the spot she used to go to or with her dad i'm gonna do what she wants to do so i'll i'll go to her place with that and uh yeah, I mean, outside, I, I really don't have any Thanksgiving traditions, though. Like, I, I've never done anything consistently. Football? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I take it back. Never mind. There is one thing I do every Thanksgiving, and that is that I watch football. And 
You always watch the Detroit Lions because they're always on every freaking year. Yep, the Lions and the Cowboys always there for me. Really I, hate when they both suck. At least this year the Lions this. are fun and the Cowboys are good. Yeah, there you go. I don't remember this. Wasn't it always the Cowboys, the Lions? I don't ever remember a third game being played. Was that just recently added over the past year? It few was years? recently added. Uh Typically, you would also see Washington somewhere in the line. They right. would usually set it up so Washington would be a part of it. They play the and, Cowboys typically, or the Lions, or vice versa, yeah. or whatever. Right. So that that's what they usually would do. And then when they started doing a third game, they actually, I believe, the first couple times they did it, had Washington be the third team. Mm. And now they're like, okay, let's just let's mess around with everything. Maybe not just make everybody forcefully sit there and have to watch Taylor Heineke. Well, now they got games in Mexico and they got games in Germany and they got games in London. They're gonna, you know, they're everybody's gonna making it sound like the the game in in uh, Mexico City, like that's something relatively new. They they were doing that shit when I still lived in Florida. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, till, like I was still a child and I was watching games in Mexico City. That that's been a thing for a while. Oh, that's freaking awesome! Well, no, I heard Zach seems- say that the other day. He's like, "Oh, I think this is going to be the first time there's been a game in Mexico too this year." I'm like, "That, that guy, they've been doing this for like almost twenty years. Every <laughs> year they've been doing it, almost every year, and it's pretty really? much always Niners Cardinals, just because they're the ones that are super close to the border." <laughs> oh, damn! Yeah, we've all been living <laughs> underneath a rock. <laughs> I don't know how nobody else has noticed this. Like, this is not the first time this happened. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it started in 2007. Yeah, okay. So actually, that would have been the year that I moved or the year after I moved up here. So I was wrong about me still being in Florida. Well, damn, Colbs. We just got a little fun and interesting fact right there. See, we're learning stuff on the Jackson Can Show. Who says you didn't learn things? Yeah, it's a very informationally based podcast. It is. We're an award-winning podcast after all. Colbs, any last things you want to talk about before we bug <laughs> out of here? Yeah. You you watch any of the World Cup yet? Oh, hell no. Me neither. I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying to get myself into it, and I'm like, ah, uh, I, I I don't, I just don't really care. Like, it, there's, there's so much football, and if there's not football, there's basketball, and if there's not basketball, there's hockey, and I'm like, where the fuck am I going to find time to watch people kick a ball around? Colbs, I can't think of a better way to go ahead and end this. Ladies and gents, <laughs> he just said it right there. Check us out, Jack 